USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at USAA.com 100. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Veterans Voice, a podcast brought to you by Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. Today on the show, we have Bryson Preddy, a Green Beret of 21 years that's about to retire here soon. Through his career, he's obtained a bachelor's in exercise science and a master's in sports coaching and leadership. Today, we will be talking about how his career and leadership skills have propelled him into training our leaders of the future. And hot! Welcome to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, originating from the Optum Podcast Studio in partnership with podcast channel sponsor, Medicare Mentors, technology partner, Colorado Computer Support, and supporting partner, the WireNut Home Services. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Veterans Voice, a podcast brought to you by Mount Carmel's Veterans Service Center. Today on the show, we'll have Bryson Preddy, a Green Beret of 21 years and about to retire here soon. Through his career, he has obtained a bachelor's in exercise science and a master's in sports coaching and leadership. His career has gained him an understanding on how physical health plays a huge part in mental health. We'll also talk about how his career made him an expert in this field. Bryson, welcome to the show, man. Uh, great to have you on. Appreciate great. it. Thank you. I mean, it's... It's good to see. It's good to see you guys. <laughs> awesome. I mean, it's such a long career. You 20, 21 years as a Green Beret. That's a long time. I, I did yeah. ten, and I thought I was smoked by the end of it. The leadership aspect, what I've gained in ten years, is amazing. I can't even imagine in twenty years what it does to someone. I think it's you know, as I look back and wrapping this up, I I was driving up here this morning. And I thought I was like, I wish I knew when the last time the last time was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the last wow. time you put on the body armor. Mm-hmm. The last time you're, you know, you're sitting in a circle and you're doing, you know, the the radio checks, or the last time you're on the roof, just it's like you're gonna choke me up, man. <sighs> I'm, I'm serious. You know, I, was, I was sitting here because I, I, I knew that I knew that this dude sitting across from me, I had spent time with him on a team, and I was like, I knew, yeah, you know, I was like, so just for I, context of that, uh, <laughs> Taylor, as you guys all know, our, <laughs> Taylor and Bryce were on a team together. Yeah, for Taylor quite a while. was on a Taylor was on a team with me for a few years, and for what like nineteen to twenty one or something. Yeah, like, like two thousand nineteen to twenty two, something like that. Yeah, something like that. A while, and yeah, I told that story on the earlier episode. This was my boss in that story. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I, I called him boss. <laughs> <laughs> we all look back and say, "What the." <laughs> but it's just I mean it's been a good it's been a good long it's been a good run. Yeah. I've I've enjoyed it a hundred percent, you know, as I um I'm getting ready to take a, a a new a new career as I'm gonna teach JROTC at um at a high school in, in southwest Florida in Naples. And I think it's like what what a better career, like what a better transition, you know, it's like how you, you know, move from, you know, 24 years in the military, 20 plus years as a Green Beret, and now you're going to be that same, to an extent, you know, that yeah. same Green Beret, that same leader, that same mentor to help develop the young minds that are coming through, you know, through through high school. And, you know, and I'm also going to get involved with coaching when I'm down there. So, I mean, I just think it's a a great 
opportunity. Yeah. You know, like, like what the military has done for me and provided me this landscape to build character and resilience and leadership and, you know, all these attributes that society looks for. You know, I mean, the military has given you that opportunity. We'll be right back with more from Bryson Pretty. But first, a word from our sponsors, Optum Colorado. Veterans Voice is produced in the Optum Podcast Studio. Optum Colorado and Mountain View Medical Group, part of Optum, offer 20 clinics through the Pikes Peak region. Their primary and specialty care doctors provide quality, patient-centered care backed by Optum's industry-leading health services and technology. Optum is dedicated to helping our community live healthier while keeping care affordable. Visit OptumCare.com Colorado to learn more and schedule your appointment today. Medicare Mentors, when it's time to consider your Medicare options, it's time to talk with Medicare Mentors. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, is veteran-owned, a long-standing Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center partner, and the Veterans Voice Podcast channel provider. More than that, they go above and beyond to make sure that when you need them, they are there lending a helping hand. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, always above and beyond. Visit MedicareMentorsLLC.com for more information. One of the greatest things that can happen in your exit out of the military is finding that purpose. And the sooner you do it, the better it is. Oh, it's, I, it's, I couldn't agree with you more. If, I mean. if you, and you know, this goes out to all the people that are, you know, about to exit out of the military, um, start finding that, that the ideas of what you want to do now and finding that purpose now, because the sooner you do it and it, it's, I, I was lucky enough with the special forces foundation with Mount Carmel here, uh, with the clinic I'm starting to, to really give back to the veteran community, give back to the people that, you know, made me who I am, you know, and it's, I got lucky. I tell a lot of guys, hey, you don't get as lucky as that. And it looks like you set yourself up for success to transition into that role of, of leadership, and even to the point where you went out and got degrees for it. So, Yeah, I great. knew, Paul, I knew a long time ago. I'll tell you what, man, people, I, you know, I had a pretty unique background, especially with the Green Beret, but then I kind of got involved in the sport coaching. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know. I hate to do math in public, but like <laughs> maybe 10 to 15 years ago, my son was playing on a flag football team. And they didn't have a coach. And I'm like, come on, how hard can this be? It's flag football. He's like <laughs> six and seven years old. Yeah. And I got into it, and I'm like, son, just catch the ball. You know, like, <laughs> it wasn't working. I remember lining up. He So he had these animals. And I remember lining these animals up on our back porch and trying to get him to focus and throw the football to knock these animals off. And I'm like, this is pretty exciting. This is, pr- you know, this is kind of what what we do in the military. To shoot the target. I'll come on, the- come on, go. And then you had the highest triple bull score. I was like, I'm a phenomenal teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Look it at works. me, I am awesome. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just shoot the target. You know, being a leader and, and doing that stuff. Man, when some... I, I fell in love with coaching. Like, I absolutely loved it. I pursued some degrees. I'm, I... I like, like you said, I got a degree in a bachelor's in, in exercise science, and I got a master's in sport coaching and leadership. And um, I just love, I love the connection. There's so many, there's so many parallels yeah. between what we do, what we've done in the military, you know, and operating at that high level to what we, the, the voice that we have, you know, if you understand, it's, it's, 
I've, I've realized that it's, it's very little about like the tactical and the technical part of the game. It's more coaching the individual. You know, it's like you, you find out the who you coach is far more important than the what you coach, you that's know, and then enough. that's that drives your why, why you're coaching. Yeah, and you're retiring as a E8, so you were a, a team sergeant. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a warrant officer, uh, so I was you know two IC on two second charge on the team, and and that, that's something that, you know what you just said there is is so true about the individual because we worked on a twelve man team, and yeah. and as a warrant, if I went up to somebody and asked them to do something on the team, from my junior Charlie to my senior medic, that was two different conversations. Right, because yeah. you have to you it, unless it needs to get done right now, then you're like, hey, go get that done. Oh, for sure. Like, but if there's something that hey, think about it this way, or go go about doing it this way, and then you let them fly. But, but you know that each of the each individual on that team is going to do something completely different. So when it comes to that leadership and that mentor, you it's a totally different conversation. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's the, <laughs> the age old saying: nobody <laughs> cares how much you know until they know how much you care. There you go. You know what I'm saying. And you, it's 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 building it's building trust with that individual. You know how do you build that trust? You know, mm-hmm. it's trust is not binary. You know, trust is built through your competencies and through your actions. You and communication. Like and communication. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like how you communicate with people. You know, I mean, people want to sit here and, and often say that you know communication is by words, and I'm like, whoa, time out, bro. Like, <laughs> commun- like you, you don't hear my words because you feel my energy mm-hmm. and you see my body language before you even hear my words. So that's the last thing you do. If you come in here with your, you know, palms up and, and it's like, you know, you whatever, it's like I've already kind of shut you down before you even started to talk, you know, so being able to connect with that individual and have that, that energy, you know, it's... I think we have I think we've kind of almost like downplayed the word gentle or meek. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cuz if like you can be I mean, we'll take for instance, I mean, I'm sure Taylor's got some team sergeant stories as he says. <laughs> <laughs> we all got team sergeant. You know, stories. it's like but <laughs> you you can't like you've got to have that balance. You've got to have that balance of being able to effectively communicate through your actions mm-hmm. you know by your body language and, and energy before and you even talk i think that's one thing that military and these veterans out here i would say definitely more so as a green beret but i think all military in general with all of our travels through the world i mean you've deployed to 20 countries i've deployed i think right around there 20 25 countries um worked with every breath of life i mean from first world countries to third world countries to Completely different different languages, so especially with that language things, it comes with that body that, that body communication, right? The uh, body language, and and we have been able to complete tasks with so many different languages. And, oh, for sure. And, not, yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't mean like from what country you're from. I'm like I said, body language and emotional language and inflection of voice. I mean, you could have a, a say an Afghan coming up to you. And the way he's talking to you, you're like, okay, we need to go sit down with this guy or get away from him. And that plays such a huge part in that leadership role is being able to oh, understand Paul, that. 100%, man. I remember, I'll, I'll go back in the day. I mean, we were, in a, we were in a country in Africa, and I had a senior 18 Bravo that we were all coming together to enjoy. I'll, say, I'll use quotations, enjoy this meal because who knows what was in this meal that we were getting ready to have. <laughs> I've been there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we've been there. And he's like... 
Bryson, I'm not eating this. I'm like, hold on, do what? He's like, dude, I, I, I can't eat this. Like, I'm going to vomit. I'm like, bro, you are eating this or you are leaving. Right. And I'm like, you are going to be on the first thing smoking back. He's like, this is how... Well, this is how we build diplomacy. This is how we build. This is how we sleep safely at night because we know that this partner force has our back because we're going to eat this meal. You know what I'm saying? You can go see the medic after. But <laughs> <laughs> your butt's going to be sitting down eating this meal with us right now. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, just suck Bro, it up, bud. Just suck it up. Sit down. Enjoy this. Yeah. And you know what? He did. And, and after, like, because you, you understand, like, that's one of the things that we take for granted. I think our community, like, our culture, as, as Green Berets and Gunslingers, like, man, we always want to throw meat on the barbecue, or we want to grill, and we want to hang out, and we want to enjoy that bonding. But so many cultures outside of America relish and love through, through, through food, through meals. You're going to embrace it, and you're going to enjoy it. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Using the VA Health and Benefits mobile app, veterans can refill VA prescriptions. Check out the app's new feature. You're listening to The Veteran's Voice, presented by USAA, in partnership with Optum, Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. All right, so, so transitioning from being a team sergeant and you know being a senior NCO on a team and being an E6, even in the, as an E6, we're, we're still a lot of times in those leadership roles, uh, whether we're training partner force, but a lot of your last part of your career was, was training Green Berets. What are some of the issues that you've found now you're, you're transitioning that leadership to a high school kid or a college football player? Because you, I don't, I would see I, – I can't see that you're, you have to – You or sorry. I don't see how you could treat them the same way, or do you? No, I think here, here's – I think this, if, I'm, if I'm hearing your question correctly, Paul, this is what I'm thinking. Like you're asking me, like what are some of the things that you have done to kind of – to pull out that you – you know, you teach these – because you're right, there's a big difference between high school football player to mm-hmm. a Green Beret. Yeah. I think that it is the – Ability to believe in oneself, mm-hmm. and I also think it's it's hard work. I think that in today's society, today's culture, this the smartphone that we have is so technologically advanced that we that we miss the process, hundred percent, and we think things that are just going to be like instantaneous. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, we grew up in what we would consider like a microwave society. I mean, we had. TV dinners, yeah. you know, like now my kids can freaking DoorDash food to the high school <laughs> and they get Chick-fil-A. Like I get a message on my phone. Hey, your daughter just spent 20 bucks at Chick-fil-A. I'm like, you're at school, man. What are you, are you kidding? Chick-fil-A at school. I didn't know they could do that. That's crazy. And I was like, hey, dad, I got the Chick-fil-A app and, you know, you get I'm like With your credit card on it? Really? <laughs> you know, so as you go on and, and as you teach these kids and, you know, if, the one thing, and, I'll, and I'm going to pause right here, but I, just wanna, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, but I think one of the things that we understand as a Green Beret, we understand the teach, to train, to perform. And going back to that, you know, giving you the, the, the avenue or the segue to fail is part of that training. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you teach somebody something, but you've got to give them the opportunity to train on it so they can perform. We miss that sometimes. We just think, hey, we need to teach on this. Just go out there and perform. But you got to give them the opportunity to train. And when I when you talk about like the difference between 
um, like Green Berets and high school kids, Green Berets have we had this work ethic instilled in us. Like I have um, a, a saying that I've used for a long time: "Move the dirt." You know, that's a John Wellborn uh, power athlete kind of thing. And move the dirt is a metaphor for life that every day I'm getting bigger, faster, stronger in some kind of capacity. I'm working out. I'm reading. I'm doing something to move the dirt. We'll be back with the rest of the interview from Bryson Preddy in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsors, Colorado Computer Support. Imagine never having to worry about your information systems ever again. Colorado Computer Support is the exclusive Veterans Voice Technology Partner meeting all of our computing needs. Colorado Computer Support is veteran-owned. They're your team for innovative, collaborative IT services and solutions to enhance and support your Colorado business. When you need IT services to keep your business going, make sure... The Colorado Computer Support Team is on your team. Call 719-355-2440 to learn more. That's 719-355-2440. The Wire Not Home Services. Every season brings a new strain on your home systems. Veterans Voice Partner, The Wire Not Home Services, is the company you can count on to handle your heating, cooling, and electrical needs. They are family-owned and proud to employ honest, hard-working Coloradans. When you need plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical help, The Wire Not does that. Call 719-399-5021. That's 719-399-5021. Service Center, facilitating successful transitions for veterans and their families with job placement assistance, wellness services, and more. Locations in Colorado Springs, Pueblo, and Trinidad. Get started today at veteranscenter.org. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Veterans, do you want to improve your ability to get noticed by recruiters, build your network, find and apply for jobs, and gain career support? The business social media site LinkedIn is offering veterans, their spouses, and active duty military a year of free access to LinkedIn Premium, a more than $300 value. With Premium, you also get a year of unlimited access to more than 15,000 courses through the LinkedIn Learning Platform. Build your professional brand and gain the skills needed to be successful in all stages of your career. Go to socialimpact.linkedin.com. Family caregivers and Fry Scholars are also eligible for a free one-year premium subscription. Also, you try to teach these kids to believe. The power of belief is so magnificent. Mm -hmm. And I'll go back and I'll, I'll tell a story, man. So I was going through SFA, Special Forces Assessment and Selection. This was after, this would have been October of... 1960-something. Yeah, 19, probably like 1960. <laughs> oh, my. Do you remember that meme those Joe made of me crossing the Delaware? <laughs> These, oh, so out of, out of, out of, we're completely going off topic right now. So we had a team chat. Obviously, everybody's got these team chats. And these... I'm going to blank because you guys know what I'm thinking. I'm trying to keep this clean. Those dudes on the team took a picture of me at the range and superimposed it. I mean, I can't make memes, bro, but these guys took a (laughs) meme of me. They took out George Washington crossing the Delaware. It's like, 
this is when Bryson went through Sephardic, you know, like <laughs> 17-something. <laughs> One of the best memes ever. Oh, That's awesome. Put yeah, it in the show notes. Yeah, put that, yeah. Oh, dude, pull that. Yeah, for oh, sure. yeah, pull the pull the meme up and put it in the show notes. Uh, that's but funny. Going back to Believe, man, I, you know, telling a story, I'm, I'm going through SFAS, Special Force Assessment Selection back in the day, and we're going from point to point where she's carrying this, you know it's, it's it's land nav we're going through the star course and i get i get stuck in the eye from like the campfire or something i don't exactly remember what it was but anyway it, it, it scratched my my pupil my retina or whatever like that um i walk that whole day through our land nav point to point i mean it's, it's hours you know miles and miles hours and hours i get to my last point and the cadre says well, thank you for finally arriving. Like I was late, and I look around. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. And he, he kind of gets close. He's like, What's wrong with your eye? I'm like, Well, I've been, I got one. I, my eye hurts. I got stuck with something. Like I don't know. I mean, this was long before. I mean, they didn't have eye pro. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this new generation has eye pro. I didn't have eye pro unless <laughs> unless you wore those, what, those the goggles, control goggles <laughs> that they had. You didn't have eye pro back in the day. So to remove me from from training, I get sent back. The, the medic at the, the Canton call says, hey, we're going to look at you. It's like, oh, no, man, you've got to get to the w- Womack. Yeah. Yeah, Womack back at Fort Bragg. Hospital. Oh, you can't call it Fort Bragg. It's, yeah. What do they call it? I don't know. Liberty. I don't, whatever. It's Fort Bragg to me, man. <laughs> Take you back to Fort Bragg. Um, I get I go to opto- ophthalmology, and they look at my eye. I'm out of the, I'm out of the course for like almost 48 hours. And they said, when I get back to Camp McCall, I got it cleared up. I got some drops. It was just a scratch. And they said, you're, you're going to be fine. But I was out of the, I was out of training for four, like over 48 hours because I think it happened on like a weekend. And I took me to the ER. I'm like, whatever. Hey, take your stuff and go to the camouflage hut. I'm like, I'm not going to the camouflage hut. The camouflage hut is for quitters. And it's like, no, well, you've been out of training for so long. You have to go to the camouflage hut. I'm like. I mean, here I am in E4, and I'm trying to argue with, like, a cadre, you know, mm-hmm. from SFAS cadre. He's like, no, take your stuff, and you, you're being removed from the course. So I didn't go into camouflage hut. I, I literally packed my, my rucksack up, and I pitched my hooch, as we call it. Hooch. Hooch, Taylor. <laughs> so the, the urban, look up the Urban Dictionary for a hooch. It's going to be a camouflage poncho with bungee cords so you stay dry. Your hooch. <laughs> so I pitch my hooch um, right beside the camouflage hut, and it's raining. I get, obviously, I get a little bit wet, and the cadre noticed this. And the next day, hey, grab your stuff and get back into training. And I go through the rest of the course, maybe like two or three more days or whatever. And towards the end of the course, that last 24 hours they're moving you from this group to this group and you're moving back and forth to kind of shuffle you around and say hey to play these mind games whether or not you made it or whatever or not ultimately get selected and the the company commander pulls me aside and says hey you know we selected you because of the the resilience and the grit for not quitting fast forward i mean sfas was in 2001 i go back i go through the whole q course and everything like that i get assigned to 10th group that dude was my company commander, <laughs> and he remembered me, and I remembered him, and it was like you know just this good reunion, and he was glad to see me that I made it through, and you know everything. So like the power of belief, and back 
to like that part of selection. I remember going through the chow hall and seeing these this team of Green Berets because I'm I mean I was in the regular army in in Germany. I've never seen a Green Beret before. And September 11th just kicked off, and you see these like these grizzly men with their sleeves rolled up. They had Velcro on their pouches. This was way before cries. I mean, this was just before you just took the pockets and you kind of canned them 45 degrees, mm-hmm. and you had Velcro here and Velcro there. And I'm like, that is the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> and like just a team of them. We we couldn't eat in the in in. in inside the chow hall we had to sit out you know so like you see these guys as you're going through the line that are just eating there and it's like they're talking they just look like a family like a brotherhood camaraderie i'm like you know what i'm gonna be that Mm -hmm. and i just believed in my heart of hearts that there was nothing that was gonna stop me from being a green beret things i learned from you today bryson is is you know i i made the comment of how do you treat them differently how do you treat the high school kids and the football players differently and you don't you don't. You use the, you use the same exact method methodologies that you did for training Green Berets as you do high school kids. And man, that's got to give those kids. That's got to empower those kids so much. And that, like you said, empowerment and belief are such a huge part of leadership. So, Bryson, thank you so much for your, your the knowledge that you have, the knowledge that you're imparting uh, to our to our future uh, the kids coming up. Um, future military, future possibly Green Berets. You know, you're you're starting at that that ground level, and that that, that means a lot to to me, the world for for these kids coming up, being brought up by someone like you. So, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for what you do, and and keep doing the good work, man. No worry. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. And it was good to good to be a part of this, and good to see you guys again, especially that. <laughs> there for sitting across from me. Call me. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Check out our podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Hear the whole story and stay informed when new episodes drop. Veterans Voice Podcast is updated weekly with even more episodes and topics for you to dive into. You can also hear us via Wreaths Across America broadcast. And for our local listeners in Colorado Springs, tune into Veterans Voice every Sunday at 7.30 on KRDO Radio. If you have any ideas for shows, if you want to possibly come on to the show, please email us at pwatson at mountcarmelcenter.org. Thank you again. You've been listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors. Computing Power is provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by Supporting Partner The Wirenut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDO News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps. is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Veterans, do you want military history and your stories of service preserved? The Library of Congress Veterans History Project collects, preserves, and makes accessible the first-hand accounts of veterans who served from World War I through today. This allows future generations to better understand 
what veterans experienced and the sacrifices they made. From the Cold War era, to the jungles of Vietnam, to Iraq and Afghanistan, to peacekeeping missions, the Veterans History Project holds more than 100,000 personal narratives, photos, military documents, and other correspondence that bring to life what veterans saw, felt, and did in the service. Make your story heard. To learn more and become involved, visit loc.gov vets.